is the worst thing I've ever seen. I am Taylor sounding a little bit different. Yeah, you really don't sound well. Um, look, I don't feel too bad right now, uh-huh. but I'm aware of the fact that I'm not really breathing through my nose properly. <laughs> so I am sure. going to sound a little bit different. I like um, it. It's very distinguished. Thank you. I think it suits you. And when um, you did the intro, I was going to do my little woo, but it felt weird. Just two fully grown women chilling in my living room. Yeah, one because um, interesting fact, we our guest tonight is no one. Right. Um, it's just <laughs> the two of us. Listen, um, all the cool people that we've wanted to have on this show are too busy, like being cool and making cool art of sure. their own to um, come and sit down with us. So this is the first solo episode yeah, of the worst thing I've ever seen. Abundance of free time. Abundance of free time, <laughs> truly. Um, so we put a, well, I put a little um, Facebook request out mm. because with no guests, the question then has to be, well, what movie are we going to watch? Sure. You got some interesting responses. This week I, I did. Um, got maybe some a couple of joke answers. A couple I was there. very much not keen um, to watch. Look, so. we were very close to watching <laughs> The Human Centipede. Yeah, really not on board for but, that. But <laughs> um, luckily then my sister came through with the goods. Yeah. Um, not since it was my final weeks living in England and I was close to shoplifting for a Tesco Metro has she come <laughs> through for me so solidly. Um <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, she came through and commented. So the movie we watched this week, everyone, is the cinematic masterpiece, sure. uh, Mean Girls 2. Yeah. A movie that never should have been never. made. <laughs> never should have been made. Yeah. And um, shout out to your sister. What's your sister's name? Um, Jordan, my sister, who I um, assume listens to this show. She yeah. was our first subscriber she on sure soundcloud was. her and my dad are really keeping this show afloat uh welcome jordan <laughs> oh look my my mum's out there doing her bit as it. well um <laughs> advertising the show in the waiting room of the physiotherapy oh, in which she works in so yes With, uh, that's why our listener oh. figures have spiked right <laughs> our listener figures have spiked thanks to your mum hopefully the sound won't spike i'm gonna try my best to do any coughing sniffing sneezing off mic but we'll see how we go actually i was gonna mention i was quite heartened this week so our friend liz who was on for the you know the unforgettable school of rock episode uh is the rom-com queen and she put me onto this podcast called um you had us at hello by two really famous rom-com writers but they record it in something that sounds like their kitchen. And it sounds just as rough as ours. So we have hope, friend. And they're like they're professionals. Like proper, they, they're they've professionals. They've got enough money to do it properly. <laughs> um, we don't. So we really don't. <laughs> we have a microphone stacked on top of a couple of board games uh, right Trivial now. Pursuit. Seminal classic, if you're wondering. 2000s edition. Yeah. Oh, I could play some of this, Yeah, to be look, on the box, we've got some My Little Pony. We've got a bit of Pele action. We've got a Livestrong wristband. It was, it was, what a time to be It alive. was a time. <laughs> Truly, I mean, that's just the fact. It was a time. It really was. <laughs> um, Emily, would you like to be asked some rapid fire questions? Go on then. I'm not particularly good on my feet. so. Okay, well, we have skills. just watched the... Um, Noel Gallagher, Matt Morgan version of Classic. this on YouTube to get us started. So yeah, let's do it. Let's because I've never asked you any of these. So okay, you get up in the morning, maybe a little hungover. Sure. You know how it is. Classic um, Tuesday. And you make yourself some toast. What do you put on it? Oh, easy marmite. 
Okay. A nice, like, a generous amount of butter. I was going to say butter. Yeah, you've got to have some solid yeah. butter. And then the ratio of Marmite to butter is very important. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice little spread, not too heavy on the Marmite, but just enough to get that saltiness. Yeah. Kind of re, yeah, get your salt sodium levels back up. Peak. Hangover cure of the gods. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why I included that little bit of, <laughs> that little bit of information. Um, oh, What's your favourite swear word? Oh, I, I don't know if it counts, but bollocks? I think that counts. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. And it's such a great word to say passionately, like bollocks. Don't you love it? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of consonants, sure. which I think you can have more inflection, yes. I think, when there's a greater number of consonants. Just um, like to apologise to my father there for that one. <laughs> for doing a swear. Yes. Um <laughs> What don't impress you much oh. in the immortal words of Shania Twain? That that's a solid question. That's a tough one. Oh, okay. Given recent experiences, one thing that I really loathe at the moment, and maybe other people get this, but particularly as a film school student, the question you get asked all the time is like, "What's your favorite film?" And people go into it; they lull you into a false sense of oh, security. Oh, we hate it. Where they're like, "It's cool. There's no wrong answer." I and feel then like... inevitably you say something, and it's never cool enough. I and feel like this is this is directed much. at someone in particular. It may well be, but um. <laughs> fine to say okay we might stop there sure get into it um great so now we've got to talk about it we've got to talk about the film that never should have been made right. mean girls yeah. too and look i finished this maybe less than two hours ago and i'm still angry and i'm still i want my time back taylor oh i'm i'm also still like only just there i only watched it this afternoon as well <laughs> and was a painful slog oh my goodness so long (laughs) okay so two hours but it feels a lot longer it really does yeah um here's the details um so a rocking 4.2 on imdb feels that feels feels natural feels good feels right fair enough um it's definitely less than five so yeah that's where (laughs) we're at uh i think we need to make clear right off the bat that this is basically a sequel to the original classic in name only Yes. Name and font choice. Right, and and some <laughs> plot elements. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into we'll get into that. Sure. Um, the only person who returned for this film is Tim Meadows as Mr. Duval, the and principal. I cannot understand and I can't, why. No, I'm not sure why either. He was not like, even given the comedic content that would make it worthwhile. No, and he's an SNL alum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, such a like a pivotal part of the first film as well um and almost uh has the same voice but a completely different character they also they call him principal principal duval in this when they only called him mr duval in mean girls so which will lead me into a question i have later but we'll get to that actually i might as well just ask it now is this supposed to be the same school Right, because it's geographically... Well, it's Um, clearly shot in a different school. It's clearly shot in a different school. I had the same And I haven't gone to check what the name of the school from Mean Girls was. It's the same name. It is North Shore. I've had a feeling it was. Yeah. Um, But yeah, clearly a different school. Clearly a completely different town. Right. I know. Yeah. Who do they think they're fooling? This is what I don't understand. I mean, I'm assuming children in a gener- in the generation younger than us that maybe right. didn't grow up on Mean Girls yeah. and haven't now, seen it. But clarify this to me. 
did this get a cinema release or is this a straight, I don't think so I think it was direct to video TV. yeah that um, makes more sense. from what I was seeing on IMDb which I'll now jump back to I'm pretty sure it was direct to video also in the cast is Claire Holt from H2O Just Add Water ah is, okay she's one of the plastics that's why her accent yes, kept dropping out okay, a little okay. bit I knew she looked familiar um, turns out she just is an ordinary girl right you know? um, <laughs> what a great as show. the song as the banger of a theme song <laughs> get that on the playlist <laughs> um, and uh, the main plastic is the girl from Corey in the house aka the best <gasps> anime she did look yeah okay. yeah um, she's just not doing like a racist accent in Ooh, this movie so true. yeah the main um, girl as well. So the Lindsay Lohan. She's, she's from something. Something Disney related. But, yeah, sure. when I was on there, her name is Megan Martin. But her name cut off at like Megan Ma in like the cast. And I was like, was Megan Markle in this movie? When I was reading the... No, she wasn't. <laughs> she's better than this. Sure. Can you imagine... Going from the dizzying yeah. lows of Mean Girls 2 to the dizzying heights <laughs> of royal marriage. And I mean, there are some invitations to the royal wedding that I would have liked to have seen. Mm. Principal Duval in the front row. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, I think all anyone needs to know about the writing slash directing of this movie is that Tina Fey wasn't involved. Sure. It's the first fact on the IMDb trivia. She got she got many many offers from right. Paramount to sense. make because it was so because Mean Girls was so successful yeah. to make a second film, but she was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I think anybody with I'm just going to throw the entire cast and crew of this film sure. Mean Girls two under the bus. I think anybody with artistic integrity would have looked at that yeah. and seen no Tina Fey doesn't think this is necessary. She doesn't think this is a good idea. I won't do it. Right. Um, but no, a whole team of people got on board and they decided to slap together something that is questionable at best. Frankly, pretty insulting sure. to a, to a good film. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because is, I think um, the principal Duval character, he's the only kind of crossover between the two, right? Yeah, he's the only... No, same well, yeah, and as we've discussed, the name of the school and him is pretty sure. much the only thing this movie has in common. Right. Which I guess brings me to a question that I might as well ask now. The click of the plastics, mm-hmm. are we to believe that... The plastics is something akin to the pink ladies in Greece, and it's something that's handed down across the generations. <laughs> um, um, it just begs no, so many questions. Regina George would have better taste than these three women. I feel. Well, yeah, that's that was my question. It begs right? so many questions. Like, do yeah. when the current plastics are about to graduate, do they have to choose new? people right. to take on this title what's like the time difference between the end of the mean the girls and, and this, this film yeah. um because we see like the supposed new plastics at the end of right. mean girls and it's not these girls no absolutely um and what if the people that the current plastics choose aren't even friends yeah they just have to start being friends <laughs> with each other artificially yeah. For the sake of... An embroidered pink jacket. Yeah. Definitely. Which they don't even have. I know, right? That would be Better. much cooler. And I feel friendships can be based on much less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I was going to ask you too, because this is such a... Like, the first film. Definitely not this film. It's such a seminal classic in our generation's upbringing. Like, what was your exposure to me? Like, how did you first come across Mean Girls 1? I'm actually not even 
sure. I think I definitely didn't see it in the cinema mm. because it came out when I was pretty young and I probably wouldn't have been allowed to. Sure. Um, but I think I would have seen it at like a sleepover or something, yeah, I guess. Probably. I like remember. it's a real classic yeah. sleepover movie. That's it. Because um, we must have been around 11 or 12 when the first one came Yeah, out, and, it was and it's kind of risky. It's got to be up there with, I think, movies that I've seen the most Definitely, amount of times. Yeah. Like, it's up there in probably, like, my top 10 most watched movies. Yeah, so just I'm not sure why they thought they could recapture the magic of that. It never works. Right. And do you know, like, what the time difference was between the end of... When Mean Girls 1 came out and this one. This is what I was curious about. Like, was well, it a quick turnaround? Mean Girls was... This wasn't on my radar. No, st- I, I didn't know it existed, know it existed <laughs> until... Um, I guess I would have like seen it pop up on Foxtel one day a couple of years right. ago and been like, what? Okay, so Mean Girls was 2004. Yeah. This is 2011, wow, according yeah, to IMDb. So gap. quite a gap. Like, I was already out of high school and everything, yeah. that means, by the time it came out that makes sense yeah yeah so that's pretty weird it's not the mean girls sequel we deserve the one that Lindsay lohan is hardcore campaigning for and i'm right behind no it's not the one um me and somebody else um got bored in high school and decided to write in music class it's not <laughs> yes. that either please find um, that and let's i'll, I'll, that on I'll see it was in word um <laughs> <Naturally>. <laughs> On a, on a school computer, nice. so I'll see what I can do. Just a nice little star wipe. Yeah. Screen or <laughs> uh, okay, so um, without further ado, sure. let's tear this thing apart. Uh. Um, so, I was going to say they really try. Maybe they really try is too strong. But um, <laughs> they do try to start this movie in the same way with narration yes. by the main character, sure, the same I, way that I Mean Girl it. starts. Mm. Um, but somehow they almost immediately mess it up. Yeah. There's a weird like time jump. Yes. So you know she's narrating from like the future. Yes. But it's unclear it's... the function of that flashback. Well, I would argue that there's no function. Right, sure. And it ultimately <laughs> just makes the storytelling of the movie more confusing. Yeah, definitely. Because she's the narration isn't experiencing things as they happen, which I think is more the case in Mean Girls. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's very odd. I mean, um, she briefly gives us the back backstory of having been like homeschooled and being raised in Africa and such. But yeah, yeah. Um, and in this movie, she sort of tries to do the same thing, but she's not homeschooled. No, her dad just moves around a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So we meet Joe, the main character. Um, is a bit of a loner because she moves around a lot. Sure. Um, and I've just got to say, of course she works on car engines. Yes. Of oh. course. It's so And she trite. wears a leather wrist strap and yeah. everything um, about it is so one dimensional. Yeah. So we see her pull up in at school on her yes. Vespa that she rides <laughs> everywhere. Um, she tries to do a car metaphor, like the same as Lindsay Lohan does um, yes. animal metaphors in the original Mean Girls, but it doesn't work as I well. Too. Because... Yeah. Um, it's nowhere near as, you know, straightforward and clean cut as that mm-hmm. metaphor. It's a real stretch to yeah. compare clicks to specific cars. And their one attempt at humour is smart cars and then cutting to image of, like, some nerdy-looking gentleman. Yeah, I mean, that's that's about as smart as it gets right, with yeah. this film. Yeah. And, the, and then she referenced... So she's going around referencing different types of cars and how they relate to different personalities, right? Yeah. So she's got muscle cars, smart cars, and then... I'm so cutesy, I may shake off my tube top cards. 
What yeah. does that even mean? Um, look, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, a car's just a car, right. isn't it? Like, yeah. and it's such a blatant callback to the first film, but so poorly sort of executed. Yeah, it's. But I found look, it a really odd choice. Why bother? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, just just don't do it. Okay, so um, we're supposed to be. Um, she has her first day at school. Um, she briefly meets. Abby, who will end up being like the best friend character. Mm. Da, da, da. I think we're set up to think she'll be like the Janice figure of it, which sure. I guess she kind of is. But yeah. yeah, it's a it's a weird, weak kind of character. Definitely. And like the exposition game is strong at this point. We're three minutes. So in. much. And she's already told us in voiceover, and I quote, I, I'm a loner with a highly evolved defense mechanism. What, what does that even mean? And like to tell it so blatantly. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, and um, we're supposed to be shocked that she wants to take drafting, like yes. woodshop as right, a class. Right. Like, this isn't the 1960s <laughs> writers of Mean Girls 2. <laughs> Girls took those classes at my school all the time. Sure, it was, yeah. It's really, really strange. Um, so then, of course, we have a cafeteria scene. Yeah. Um, because any ripoff of Mean Girls is going <laughs> to have to have cafeteria scenes. Um, and I, I made a note here. I was like, wow, so weird that this movie couldn't afford Diet Coke. Because in Mean Girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. the plastics always have Diet Coke. But then later on, a girl has a Coke Zero. So I don't know why there was no Diet Cokes in this first scene but i think all the money went on to using katie perry's hot and cold in the opening sequence maybe or on principal Um, duval coming back (laughs) maybe i mean i would have had to be had of had to be offered a pretty decent paycheck the only way i can believe he would he would sign on to this yeah because the script is not something that you would read and be like i need to be a part of this um so this cafeteria scene is basically to exemplify like how mean these mean girls are um yeah so there's this whole like weird set piece with um abby the sort of like loser friend character taking pity on what's her name mandy the Uh, regina george character's dog feeding the dog then the dog gets the dog coco (laughs) chanel the dog who is always referred to as coco Coco chanel to use his full name (laughs) And Almost, she so. feeds the dog and the dog ends up getting diarrhea. Yes. Like, it's a weird contrived yeah. scene. Um, and then there's this part where Abby trips over one of the handbags on the floor and it's some of the most poorly coordinated stunt oh work I've goodness, ever seen. Oh. Uh, the budget on this movie, I'm guessing, was not high. Clearly. And I'll make it... I'll make, I have a lot of comments about Ooh, things holy. where I see something and I'm like, oof. Some of those montages coming up. Yeah, there's a lot of... um. <laughs> I get this. I got the sense a lot that uh, the first take was the only take. Sure. A fair few, a <laughs> fair few that. times yeah. during the shoot of this movie. Um, yeah. So Joe's acting. The girl playing Joe, her acting is unbelievable. As in, I don't believe any of it. No. There's any time she tries to get emotional, like the sort of like, I guess inciting incident you would call it, where her dad reveals that she's not going to have college tuition money. And she's supposed to be getting like emotional about that because her dream is to go to the same university that her mum went to. Um, If anything, this film gave me a newfound respect. One that I already had for Lindsay Lohan's abilities. Because good grief, this woman is miscast. Oh, Yeah, Mean Girls 
what a cast. Yeah, right. Like, like just, oh, you know, heavy hitters, sure. all of them, yeah. compared to like what we're being subjected to here. Exactly. So it gets to about, it got to about 15 minutes in mm-hmm. and it felt as though Joe, the protagonist, is barely the protagonist of her own movie. Right. Did you sense that? For the whole first half of the movie, it's really the plastics that are actively doing things and pushing the action. Like, Joe, our supposed main character, is just there. She's just there. She's She's sort of going... She's going to get her diploma so she can go to Carnegie Mellon. She can go to Carnegie Mellon. Do you reckon they sponsored this film? Because the amount of times... Maybe the amount of times they say Carnegie Carnegie Mellon. Mellon. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) It's said a lot. Later on, like towards the end, they wear some Carnegie Mellon T-shirts. I'm sure. Maybe. Some some product placement. (laughs) Um, Couldn't get the Diet Coke. Next best They could get Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> um, sounds equally refreshing. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like a lot of the first part of this movie is just Joe going to class, saying yeah. things like, do I look like most girls? And like, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. You do. Any sequence with her in the mechanic, what's it called? Shop class. In shop class. Yeah, it's just painful. That kind of misplaced sexism, but it's not really a commentary about sexism because it's such no, it's just dialogue. It's just people. It's just male characters being sexist towards her, but then she's equally sexist yeah. because she's just you know purveying that cool girl stereotype. Cool girl right? stereotype, like she's looking down on anything that's even like remotely feminine. Yeah. Like her behavior is equally sexist, so whatever. Like, sure, I don't and then we're introduced it. to her love interest who the first thing he says is a sexist comment when they're supposed to make a birdhouse together. Yeah, and he... You should just decorate um, this, right? And yet he, he's the one we're supposed to root for? Yeah, um, he never apologises. No. For it. Or shows any change. No. Um, oh, I'll get to that later. <laughs> once their like little romance starts up, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's this whole thing where um, we find out that Mandy, our head mean girl, hates... Um, Abby, because Abby. Abby's, you know, the only person richer than her. Um, and there's this whole instance, like, they are putting stuff all over Abby's car. Abby's yes. got a broken leg. Um, and so Joe gives her a ride home on the Vespa. Yeah. And then I just have in all, all caps, oh, my God. We then find out what the movie's about. It's that, you know, Joe has a run-in with Abby's parents, and they're like, oh, they just yeah. wanted to have friends. This movie is about someone's rich parents yeah. paying a girl to be their daughter's friend. Right, great That's... concept for a melodrama. Yeah, but, but it's not funny. Right, I like... know. Oh. Yeah. It's and such... just, oh, yeah, and it just reinforced a real problem, as I discussed earlier this week, in a different setting that I'm having with teen movies sure. that are getting made lately, is just them all pushing this assumption that you won't have friends in high school if you're not movie hot. Yeah, right. Plenty of people I knew in high school, myself included maybe, (laughs) were not, you know, skinny by anyone's standards, but were not like, not liked because of it. Like, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about Sierra Burgess is a loser, but we can get into that (laughs) maybe on another solo episode episode of this show. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, and I just didn't even understand this as a plot point because why doesn't she just hang out with Abby anyway? Like, I know she wants money to go to her dream school, 
but it makes her less sympathetic as a protagonist for Definitely, sure. Yeah. And Abby's the only person at this school that's really like looking out for her sure. and is nice to her. Yeah. Like you're basically already friends. Exactly. Just be yeah. friends with her anyway. Like, oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I guess it's just a genuine question I have. Like are American schools actually this messed up? Like, do people actually hold this much sway over everyone else? Yeah. I mean, I've got to assume no, right? Like, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> like, I hope this is just a thing that happens on TV. Yeah. But then it it also, like, plot-wise doesn't make that sense. Like, if Mandy has this much power, why does she feel so threatened by Joe being friends with Abby anyway? Yeah. Like, for the entire movie, That's she's true. supposed to be, like, all-powerful, but at the same time, she's hanging by a thread. Right, for- yeah. And her kind of fundamental trauma, the reason why she's such a nasty character is just because she's jealous of Abby for being more wealthy and for always kind of having the more popular birthday parties because she has more yeah, money, Yeah, look, right? it's, it's a weak character motivation right? if I've ever seen I one. I know, this is one of my biggest qualms with the film is that Regina George is such an interesting character and so is, um, oh my God, Katie, Katie Heron. Yeah. The, because they're both fundamentally flawed, but they both go through change, right? Like, Katie, yeah. she's a flawed heroine. Yeah. Uh, and Regina, obviously, is set out as our antagonist, but she gets her redemption in the end, and we understand where she's coming yeah. from. Yeah. Like, these are fleshed out great characters. But these two women whose names I can't even remember right now in oh, this situation. Oh, no, um, everything... Everything in this movie is just given as exposition. Yes. Oh my gosh. Everything. Right down to the wardrobe choices. Did you notice this? Yeah. So the, yeah, there's one character who just goes around wearing a t-shirt that's black with white text that says geek. And then yeah. Abby, our rich lady, the friend of uh, Joe, our protagonist, um, her dearest wish is to go into art school. And she wears a shirt at one point. What does it say? Or even just her smock with like the paint splatters on it that then becomes a... Uh, yeah, and it's a fashion just symbol like, at one point. I love art on it. Oh it's my just god! Such blatant, <laughs> like lowest common oh. denominator. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, it's awful. So back to what you briefly brought up um, earlier. <gasps> it got to a point where I was like, okay, I see what they're trying to do here. They're sort of trying to like invert the plot of the first movie to make it different yeah. by having the plastics be the ones sabotaging Joe, yes, and Abby, but. Once again, by doing that, they're sidelining their protagonist again by not having her be the one right. A kind of that takes yeah, action. Absolutely. Like that's what works in Mean Girls. Yeah, like because it's kind of like an undercover cop. Premise, exactly. Right? Yeah, it is. It's, the it's same a beats. yeah. Yeah, it's all the same beats as like an undercover cop movie. This is like not even a revenge film. No, it's a it's a revenge film gone wrong. If it's anything. Just like, extended prank wars <laughs> kind anything. of and very little cause and effect between Definitely, yes <laughs> we'll each that. of these pranks um oh this was just a stupid note i had one line where like um mandy says something about her versace and i'm like love the budget of this movie is so low <laughs> i don't believe anything yeah. you or anyone else is wearing is versace <laughs> come on Oh my gosh, the way they dressed the plastics that was so iconic in the first iteration of Mean Girls. Oh, and in this one, these clothes are straight up socks. These clothes are straight up ugly. Sure. I don't understand those costuming choices. No, and all the clothes are about 10 years out of date. Right? Like Even this is apparently 
2011. Yeah. Not that long ago. Not, lo- not that long ago. Yeah. Not that long ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um. So around this time, uh, as we mentioned previously, the romance between her sure. and Tyler, the boy from oh, Woodshop, yeah. is starting to heat up. Um. Why does she like Tyler? Great question. <laughs> He's sexist. We've- Established he's a douche yep. pretty early. And then we sort of like don't hear anything from That's him after it. that. Then suddenly they're in love, question yeah. mark. He has a dreamy um, face. I guess. They go Which, um, though, It's one point to give this film oh, over the that's, cobbler. I'll give it that. That's that's about all it's got. <laughs> yeah. Although there's that weird like shirtless like right? scene of yeah. him. And I was like, this is weird that we're now supposed to be looking at like <laughs> This character that's supposed to be a kid in high school sure, and being like, oh, he's sequence. a bit sexy. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. Steve Harrington or nothing. I mean, yes. I mean, if we're going to. He is the pinnacle. If we're sure. going to be like. <laughs> if I'm going to have a weird crush on a character that's t- yeah. technically in high school, it's Steve, <laughs> Steve Harrington or nothing. Yeah, we can agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So then. They go on, like, they go on a date. They do. Um, in Nick, Mandy's boyfriend's car. That he's borrowed for some reason. And I was like, that's a bit weird. Because I didn't realise till much later that um, Mandy and Tyler are step-siblings. Well, that's supposed to be a twist, right? I, wrote I this think down. it's supposed to be yeah, a twist. Yeah, it's definitely but... because you're led to believe that they were maybe exes. But they yeah. are step-siblings. Yeah. We later find out. Um, yeah, so I'll just jump back a bit. Yeah, they go on this weird date. Yeah. They they must have run oh, out of enough money to show I the love date. That bit. That because yes. there's just a weird like <laughs> photo slideshow. In a weird forest? Yeah. Like a random teddy bear. Yeah, in a forest, but um also made to look like maybe they've been at like a fun fair or something. Yeah, but clearly just shot in someone's backyard. Ugh, and then yeah. he does that big expedition exposition jump dump where he's like, oh yes, the Dodgem cars were fun and so was the big wheel and that yeah. cotton candy was great because we couldn't afford to actually show it's, any of these things. It's one of it's one of the silliest things I've ever seen. Next level. And so this basically leads up to like the car is bugged when they go on the date. When they go on yes. the date. Um so all this is recorded and it records a conversation between the two of them about how she's like never had a boyfriend, never kissed anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gets played at school as like part of this, you know, tit for tat <sighs> revenge thing. That's and everyone like laughs. Yeah. Everyone laughs and she's not cool anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's just hit on that quickly. Oh my gosh. So in this film, they basically have like, I guess like what the original Facebook was like, it's yeah. a social networking site just for their school, their school but it's a, it's a high school. Yeah. Like, like who thought why? That was a good idea? I don't know. Like who made this film and was like, Oh yes, this is really what the kids are up to. <laughs> maybe the same people that made that film we reviewed in week two, six plus. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll never know. Awfully similar. Um, Oh yeah. There were a lot of um, similarities actually in the way yeah. this movie treats teenagers yeah Yeah. um yeah particularly like what i was about to say which is um no one would laugh about somebody being a virgin in high school yeah like everyone i knew was (laughs) i think that's a that's a thing that only happens on tv in american films i'm pretty sure yeah bizarre yeah and then 
what was even weird to me is then later she's like having lunch all alone because no one likes her anymore. And these three girls come up to her and that gets turned into some weird empowering speech about (sighs) waiting for the right guy because virginity is precious or whatever and you should save it. Yeah. It it was such a weird tonal shift. Like, is this movie um, secretly being funded by like the religious right? I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it's so hard to summarise the plot to this point because, because nothing of it is in relation to her direct goal, which is to get money. No, to everything's go everything's so It's just like here's some side plots. Ran- everything's so random. Every turning point yeah. every plot turning point in this movie, the character the characters just sort of like bumble into it. Mm. It's sort of like a little kid telling a story when they're sort of like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. Yeah. There's no through line, and it really. Has so much of that absolute cardinal screenwriting sin of showing, um, sorry, telling rather than showing. Yeah. Like this voiceover, which was used to quite good effect in the first film, is absolutely overutilized in this film. Yeah, because um, Lindsay Lohan's voiceover in Mean Girls is more to just like. Um, give you maybe sort of like emotional stuff yeah. that you can't really convey visually it, yeah. rather than to just, Oh, here's all the things that happened off screen that we didn't have the budget <laughs> right, to show you. Exactly. So I'm just going to tell you about them now. Yeah. So she's still doing this thing where she's kind of vaguely friendly with the Abby character, assumedly for money, but they seem like they're genuine friends anyway. No, I think is... she actually came to like her. Yeah. Like, um, like I said, she would. Um, and she's going, she's now going for a, she has an opportunity to now get a scholarship through school. Yes. So just come clean at this point. Just bow out of the deal you have with Abby's dad at this point. Okay. Can we touch on this? Because she decides that she (coughs) desperately wants (laughs) also, okay. How to phrase this. So my first question is why does this particular school have a particular architecture scholarship? Because that seems very niche for a high school. Very niche. Um, and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and then when did we know that she was into arch- We know she's into me- mechanics. Mechanics. But, but architecture. Yes, yeah, suddenly she just be- wants to become an architect. In some really weird exposition where she's like drawing a skyscraper on yeah. an artistic pad. And then references like E.L. Pie or some really famous architecture firm. Yeah, this is... It's so left this field. Is, this is about midway through the film. Yeah. Like, there's been nothing to hint at this up until this point. And then the woodshop teacher just sort of goes, and as you all know, the person with the highest grades will get offered this scholarship. Right? It's some of the worst exposition through dialogue so I've ever bad. heard. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so we're almost at the midpoint here and we're... Well, yeah, I guess the midpoint is this. Um, when the plastics sabotage her dad's business just to mess with her, which yeah. is insane. And do you know how they do it? Because I did not understand. I don't understand what they... On oh, I have no idea what they did. I know they just so, put some stuff into, like, yes. the car. But and what was it? it's a throwback to a very, very early scene where they talk about not liking sugar, which is a throwback to the first film. But yeah. they use a lot of artificial sweetener. So they put artificial sweetener in his engine... And we're supposed to see those packets on the floor and make that deduction ourselves. Oh my god. Madness. Like would that even would that even do that much damage? Yeah, does that science check out? I don't know. I don't want to look into it. Someone get Bill Nye in here because <laughs> I want this 
exploring. Maybe also Bill Nye to really elevate Ooh. this <laughs> terrible content. You know I love him. <laughs> um. Right. So yeah, this is the mid. This is where it turns this, personal. Yeah, and, but at this point, as you said, she immediately deduces who's behind it. Yeah. Just call the cops. Right. At this point. Good point. At this point, just call the cops. And it's all over. But no, we're going to suffer through this for another hour yet. (sighs) Yeah, this is what I wrote down. How does all this plastic stuff work? Okay, so very frustrated and angry about the fact that the plastics have made this person. Mm -hmm. They've targeted her dad, her dad's livelihood. But then she has this really problematic sentence uh, where she says, it was as if all of my girl hormones kicked in and I was out for blood. What does that even mean? No, right? I have so many questions about this. When my girl hormones kick in, all I really want to do is lie in bed and watch some Netflix. Right, cat videos. Not really go maybe kill someone, which is sort of what it seems (laughs) like she's going to do. Um, But no, their big plan is um, Mandy's birthday is coming up and she always has a huge birthday party. Um, So... They're going to have a party at Abby's, you know, more expensive, better house instead. Um, Just another budget issue I had a note on. (laughs) Abby's wardrobe space kind of sucks for a rich person. Yes, I thought that too. Yeah. And her wardrobe choices? Questionable. Yeah, a little bit questionable. (laughs) So then we, we of course, have the scene where um, Mandy comes down. We had to have the scene where Mandy comes down the stairs expecting, you know, the place to be bumping everyone there for like her birthday party and there's no one there there's just the other plastics and her boyfriend or whatever how did they not know about abby's party they gave out so many flyers at school about the party and people would have talked about it yeah in passing you would assume yeah no but no we had to pretend they didn't know just so we could have that one scene yeah (laughs) ridiculous um so the plastics like plan for revenge is to spike the pizza at Abby's party with some kind of la- like not even a laxative like something that called? induces vomiting I have a note about what it's called <laughs> I wrote I don't think a prescribed medicine would actually be called easy up chuck <laughs> I think Hope's doctor might be dodgy bloody hell that's mad isn't it this is where it, it tonally is so confusing mm. because it slips into the realm of the slapstick from mm. here on because it's just this never-ending prank war mm. between the two factions the the existing plastics and then joe abby and their other friend who are like the new rival plastics and and uh, joe's almost she's she's for some reason almost like too smart for the prank war like she seems to know what the plastics are doing at like yeah. every turn, and I'm like, come on, can we at least have like a little bit of stakes? So they, yeah, absolutely. So they put this vomit-inducing substance into in the, the pizza, pizza. But Joe, she is sees wise to it. like the money change hands. Like yes. they must have paid the pizza man for the opportunity to <laughs> lace the pizza or something. Like, however you get by, fair play, pizza man. I yeah. respect your life choices. Hey, don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, credit where credit is due. They give a piece to Mandy's boyfriend, and he vomits, and it's you know not the worst fake vomit I've ever seen on film. Yeah, it's not great, I think but that's maybe where not, the budget went. It's not the worst I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> I'll give it that. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, So then she kind of forms this anti-plastic. Oh, yeah. This entire scene. I actually had to stop taking notes for a while. Um, When they have the two sides walking dramatically towards each other down the hallway and there's like a lot of wind machine happening. I had to just... Such a blatant callback to the first film. I had to just take a moment to (laughs) think about my life and what had led up to this point. Think of the choices you've made, Taylor. I don't know. And then they try to have a thing, like, as we all know, in Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan gets, like, two in and she starts acting like Regina. There's that whole, you know, um, subplot running underneath it. Um, And then they try to do that with Joe and her Mm. anti-plastics thing. Everyone's like, you're becoming too much like Mandy. I don't really see it myself. No, the only way they signpost it is they have her wear a black corset and tutu and two blue streaks. Yeah, she wears wears a slightly different outfit now. But it's not in any way reminiscent of the plastics outfits in this film. So what does that have to do with anything? And then Tyler delivers the immortal line, (laughs) what happened to the girl I met in shop class? He didn't like that girl when no, he first met her, so it doesn't even make I sense. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so then um And then they do that from they blatantly rip off from the first film where yeah. they try and kind of tear the pla- the original plastics down one by one. Which yeah. is great in the first film. You know, oh. you get to Gretchen Wieners and you get that fabulous British yeah. speech and in this film, it happens in about all of two minutes. Yes, and they do it again in slapstick ways. So they give one of the girls, they replace her seaweed facial with some green paint. So she looks yeah. like Shrek for two yeah. weeks. It's like, what tone is this film? Oh, well, it has nothing to do with the three characters' um, complicated interpersonal dynamic yeah, because they don't have... They don't have a complicated interpersonal dynamic in between them. Like tearing down the plastics in the original Mean Girls is all about like how those three characters relate to each other and their own insecurities. Whereas these three girls are barely characters. So you can't do that. You have to resort to, like you said, like stupid contrived, like slapstick moments in order to do anything. Mm. Um, So then things are sort of, I guess, like, heating up in terms of how in terms of is joe going to tell going to come clean to abby and say that you know she was only being friends with her because her dad was paying her that envelope gets dropped (laughs) off at her house abby's dad gave her fifty thousand dollars plus extra plus cash (laughs) my hex debt after three university qualifications (laughs) isn't that much isn't that much money yet find me and abby's dad where can i find me and abby's dad (laughs) abby's dad we're available yeah um so she gets into the melon uni yeah and she's got this um she's got all this cash Mm. to pay for it so as far as i'm concerned the movie should be over sure at this point because she's got (laughs) everything she wanted but no we're gonna keep going um the plastics somehow I'm not even sure how this yeah, works. Yeah, this was unclear to me as well. Somehow, like, do this thing. Oh, my God. It's so complicated to explain. <laughs> but um, the homecoming dance is coming up and there's, like, a charity donation thing they do yes. every year. And there's a box with all this money in it that's the charity donations. Yeah. And the plastics um get the boyfriend or whatever to steal that money, hide it in Joe's family back shed. <laughs> um, so it's going to look like she stole the money. And apparently, like, 
Just Mandy saying Joe did it is enough to get Joe expelled. Yeah, there's a brief kind of uh, cut scene, a scene where we cut to her father's perspective and he spots it in the garage. That's it. And then we cut to Joe in the principal's office. You're expelled. There's no explanation. Um, I feel like you'd have to do worse to get expelled. Right? Than that, I would think. Um, So much to the point that, like, it took me a while to realise... She was expelled. Yeah. Up to, spoilers, um, when they're in the locker room for the football game yeah. and they're like, oh, you can't be here because you're expelled. And I was like, she got expelled? <laughs> I mean, hey. I was in like a um, cold and flu medicine induced haze <laughs> sort of when I watched this. So maybe I just missed that. But mm. yeah. So just doubling yeah. back to how that starts. Yeah. Um, she challenged, okay. So she busts out of the principal's office, like, because she's getting it spelled. I guess she's like, whatever. Now I can say whatever I want. Um, in the hallway, she challenges Mandy to a football oh, game. Uh, yeah. Which is a very weird thing to do. So bizarre. Like. Where, where was this seeded in any of the plot? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I wrote, no, how will playing in a football game prove, every, prove anything? <laughs> it's so stupid. Football hasn't even been mentioned at any point in the right. film before now. Yeah, it's like, such an odd script choice. What's it, and what's it going to prove? Yeah, like beating Mandy in a football like, game solves what exactly? It doesn't solve anything. It no. can't prove her innocence. No, it just proves that maybe she's better at sports. Football? Like yeah, I, right? I don't know. And, um, and also we forgot to mention that before this. Uh, Abby has found out that her dad is paying Joe to be friends with her. Yeah, so, so a, also, a like, no one's friends with Joe anymore. Yeah, she's at um, her lowest point. She's at her lowest point, but it doesn't last very long. Um, once the football thing is announced, um, <laughs> all the friends sort of come to her house to make up with her. It's the cringiest scene oh, ever. Oh, so bad. It's one of, it, this is one of the scenes I was referring to when I said, it seems like the, every take was the first take. Yes. <laughs> that, um, the, I, I wrote down actually just after this, the only time I laughed in this whole film was there's a scene where Tyler is Tyler, isn't it? The boy. Yeah. The boy uh, goes to Abby's dad's place. Um, and yeah. Abby's dad is like, Oh, you're Joe's boyfriend. And he goes, Oh, ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and the dad goes, awkward. Only time I laughed yeah. out loud oh. in the whole film. Oh yeah. Abby's dad for best character. Yeah. 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So they're all like, yeah, we'll be your team for the, for the football game. Yeah. So the Regina George character, what's her name? Brandy? Mandy, Mandy, I think it is. With an okay. eye. That's that's the one. Classic. Mandy has kind of Sorry, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Mandy has organized this super group of football players of people we have never seen before. Yeah, no, they're just introduced to like us again through exposition. Exactly, right? So everyone's like, yeah, the odds against you are 30 to 1 because Mandy's got this. And Avengers your team is American just American football. No. Yeah. And- um, why isn't Tyler throwing his throwing his hat into True. the ring why isn't We've he seen playing on the, he's, got some he's surely good at some sports <laughs> right and and in the meantime she sort of made amends with abby because abby realizes she sent out some art portfolios of abby's paintings oh to yeah um, things we never saw her doing yes in the film so much yeah um 
So then they're in the um, locker room yeah. getting ready for the I game. Principal Duvall is so full of shit. I know. He definitely could have intervened and called this <laughs> off before now. He's had previous experience as well. We're led to believe it's, if um, it's the same school. He's oh, he's been through a lot. Bat. He's been through a lot worse. Yeah. I thought he didn't leave the South Side for this. <laughs> Great line. Oh. We know what he's. Do they do to you, Principal? Duvall? We know he's broken up fights. Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, so yeah, like I said, I didn't realize Joe had actually been expelled. Um, in fact, this whole plot point is even stupider if she has been expelled because how? Like I said, how can this possibly help her? Like, right. what is the function? She's out of. She's Mandy out of the school. Don't even bother challenging Mandy. Just cut your losses and start over somewhere else. It makes no sense. Um, like, you know, in screenwriting terms, when were we building to this as the climactic No, set we piece? never were. Like, um, it, also, her friends have already forgiven her. It's not like she's going to gain yeah. that from this. She has nothing to fight for. Also, just to add to that, my, maybe my other moment where I laughed out loud in this whole film was when the friends go to be like, we forgive you. We know that Mandy set you up for this homecoming robbing scene. Is she's just sadly sitting on her porch, sketching an engine. Oh, yeah. It just... <laughs> I'm still not over it though. Like the football game makes no sense because yeah. winning it won't get her friends won't back because she's already got them back. It won't prove that Mandy stole the money. Right. How would it prove that Mandy stole the money? <laughs> because um, they have this plan to um, they're like oh that because they somehow know there's going to be security camera footage yeah. of them yeah, stealing the money, right. but they don't need everyone to be at the football field to send out the security footage. No, like. Can you even unexpel someone? Good because question. they win they win the football game. Like spoilers, spoilers, but you didn't see that one coming. Um they win the football game. In a um, really riveting piece of cinema. God, it's boring. <laughs> this scene goes on for so Chariots long. Chariots of fire eat your so heart. So long. Every sporting um, film ever. <laughs> but yeah, can you even do that? Because they win and then this footage comes out, so everyone knows it was Mandy yeah. and Co. And then Principal Navarre's like, oh, yeah, consider yourself unexpelled. Oh, my goodness. I don't think you can do that. I feel like there'd be a lot of paperwork involved. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, probably, like, appealing to, like, the government, sure. maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, the movie's basically over at that point. Yeah. Like, everything's worked out. But we out. still have ten minutes left. There's still a lot. Which I... Um, please fill me in. Well, yeah, they, point... um, they go to homecoming the sure. homecoming dance Spring happens i wrote down the last note i wrote was how many movies are we going to watch on this show that end with a school right. dance oh red flag number oh, that's it we'll one. add that yeah. in that's another red flag that we've got um joe doesn't win homecoming queen which i'm actually happy about because you know what she's trash yeah sure she's, she's a trash person <laughs> um abby wins yes um and so do, and homecoming king is like her you know the guy interest. that once wore a t-shirt the nerd the, the guy with the nerd t-shirts sure, sure. the guy with the schrodinger's cat t-shirt <laughs> which i did appreciate that was a pretty that was a pretty yeah. nifty t-shirt highbrow yeah. for this film <laughs> too good for this movie definitely um so yeah like that's about it everything worked out um she's gonna get to go to her i mean we've all learned dream college and valuable lesson of something Look, the lesson I learned is that Mean Girls is a great movie that right. didn't need a sequel. Right. All That's what did, I learned. All this did was make me really want to watch Mean Girls again. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so I guess, yeah. 
we can get to the point we get to in every episode. What's a good movie? Mean Girls. Yes. That's right? the movie we should have been watching instead. Wow, yeah. It makes you appreciate it. Already loved it, but appreciate it. Already loved it, but God. Because oh. yes, like characters having fulfilling arcs, thematic points that raise great sociological sort of questions about what it means to be a teenager, what it means to go through insecurity, redeemable characters, humanised characters, like it has everything that this film lacks. And just some decent jokes and yes. some decent bloody acting. Oh, please. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Banger of a soundtrack. Yeah. Everything you could want. That is not Everything you could want. Absolutely. From a film. Yeah. Oh. Just Lindsay Lohan, if you're listening, which you are definitely not, definitely not, uh, please make Mean Girls 2 happen. Hey, I know that that Mykonos life looks great. It does. It looks like you're ha- g- gal. It looks like you're having a ball. Um, I was upset that you became a meme and everyone was making fun of your yeah. dancing because that's honestly how I dance. Me too. So I, too. Yeah. I was a bit embarrassed. Um, I agree. But strike this one from the books definitely let's forget it ever happened and hey tina fey lizzie lohan combo give us the mean girls too we deserve please yes yeah no i mean you know this isn't in our regular run of things we don't have a guest here so maybe it's not worth adding it to the traditional scoreboard of is this the worst thing i've ever seen but for you where does it come comparatively to the cobbler which is our current leaderboard winner I think um, I was actively like, I think the cobbler made me like more, oh my God, what am I watching? Mm. This is truly bizarre. Yeah. Um, While I was watching it. Look, I honestly really, while I was watching this film, sort of like felt nothing Mm. because it doesn't feel like a real film. It feels like... A Disney Channel original movie, and it's Definitely. absolute worse. Yes, this is a um, this is basically a High School Musical without anything good in it. <laughs> yes, no angsty Zac Efron. No um, no tunes. No. no um, you know, actual emotional stakes. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I felt angrier watching the cobb the cobbler, mm. but this movie is deeply offensive yeah because that's interesting because i think personally i dislike this one more and i don't know if it's because coming into it you have that baggage of having seen the seminal classic that is the first mean girls film yeah look i didn't feel that way at the time watching it but now actively talking about it yeah i'm quite angry because i think it lacks the same amount of plot that the cobbler does but again it has less stakes yeah. The characters arguably change less, I think. Yeah, look, you know, I didn't think I'd ever be saying this, but um, I think there's more stakes in the cobbler. Right, <laughs> I know. What a shocking oh. turn of events. But yeah, genuinely, it was so underthought, underacted, such a mockery of a, a great classic that I think I actually dislike this one more. Yeah, Um, I think you might be right. So I don't think... um. We'll put this in the no. rankings. No, no, no. But it might be the worst thing we've ever seen. There we go. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we 
Do you have a song for the playlist I this do. week? We uh, might not add the movie to the rankings, but we will yes. put songs on the playlist yeah. for sure. And um, yeah, so it was a tough one. I had a I had a short list for this one because there were a few. Of yeah, I had a couple. But I'm um, gonna choose to shoehorn in a song that I particularly like that yes. also fits the theme, and that is "Evil Woman" by ELO. Because what I think this film is strongly lacking is a quality antagonist like Regina George. And if they had a great evil woman, it would have been a better film for me. So for me, bring on some ELO, baby. Sure. Okay. I have two things mm. I think I want to put on there. The first thing um, that came to mind was um, Bad Girls by oh, MIA. Same thing. Obviously. Also a great tune. <laughs> um, but what... Um, this is maybe just trying to shoehorn in another song that sure. I want to have on there. It's our prerogative. But um, I think in this case, let's just forget that this movie ever happened. Mm-hmm. I think two should become one. Oh, well done. In <laughs> the immortal words of the seminal well Spice Girls classic well that has nothing to do yes. with anything we've just <laughs> talked about. But it's Ignore a great two song. and watch one. It's uh, a great yeah, song. Um is. As I've said it once and I'll say it. I'll say it again. Probably the best song ever written about condom usage, yes, which has nothing to do with this movie at all. But <laughs> let's put it on there. I yeah, I'm here for it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, okay, well that has been our first, you know, solo episode, half yeah. episode of the show. These might pop up from time to time. Yeah. So if you've got some terrible films in your back pocket hit us up at if you have yeah any suggestions you want to do a ride in we'll yeah, keep them in the back sure. pocket so you can find us at worstthingpod at gmail.com or conversely look us up at w-t-i-e-s podcast at uh, on twitter yeah that's always a hard right. one to remember that sounds right Doesn't roll off the tongue but um look, it's the moniker we got and your dad has a name for listeners of the podcast dad. i believe <laughs> our number one fan has come through and uh, we'd like to call you all worsties, the opposite of besties. My dad, coming through with the goods. Proud of you, Duck. <laughs> if you'll let us call you worsties, worsties. We'd, we'd like we'd to. We'd like that. And we're the screenwriters here. My dad, the engineer, coming through with the gold. Proud of you. Okay, so um, I guess we're going to have to leave it there. Yeah, you know what? I think you and I should get on some quality first-generation Mean Girls to just wash that taste right out of our Oh, house. yeah, that, that would be nice yeah. i this has this has maybe truly broken me as a person I really, yeah you you don't look well oh. you're not well in yourself but you also i'm also not well in my down, soul yeah after the after <laughs> this fair what a waste of my afternoon well we'll be back okay. next week we'll be back next week quality choice. hopefully with uh a guest with a quality choice sure. okay bye-bye